The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. The Benchushan family could not have children for about four years. My oldest brother, Duvi, my oldest brother, Avi, myself, my younger brother, Yossi, my sister, Alana, sitting right here. Too bad, Alana. Three years, I think it was, trying and trying. We could not have kids. So finally, my brother, Avi, calls me up. He says to me, Ari, you get up to Reb Chaim Kanievsky in Israel, and you get some kind of a something to do in order. For, there's something crazy happening. I said to him, Av, all he ever does is he tells you, he's not going to give you, Ari, you don't walk out of there until you get some kind of advice. I heard once he told somebody to change their beds around from right to left. He told somebody to get some kind of advice. This is nuts. This is crazy. So I went to Reb Chaim Kanievsky early one morning. I davened Vatikin with him. And then I went up to his house. The man before me, was a very well-to-do Jew who the grandson or somebody, or maybe the shamush, I'm not exactly sure, of Reb Chaim Kanievsky, was giving Reb Chaim Kanievsky an entire list of what this rich guy does. It was literally like the rich guy's funeral. He's telling Reb Chaim Kanievsky, who's just talking to him in Yiddish and, and telling him all the amazing things. Reb Chaim Kanievsky is sitting behind his stander. He's just waiting. He's just waiting to throw out a brachavat slacha. You know, just, just to, finally, the guy gets done the entire chapter of a book. And Reb Chaim Kanievsky says, finish. Brachavatzlacha. Now that brachavatzlacha, by the way, is, I mean, it's dynamite. It's, it's obviously chas I'm not knocking it. But I figured that after this guy, who was literally paying for the entire sewage system of B'nai Brak, he got a brachavatzlacha. I'm going to have to tell my brother Avi, I'm sorry, but all I got was a bracha v'atzlacha. That's all I got off. I go in there. Now, I am, uh, you guys know I run a camp in the summertime. So in camp, there's one thing we've learned how to do in camp. It's how to make a big banner full of big colors. <laughs> That's just what you do. So I figure up, Chaim Kanievsky, Glenn Hara, you know, he's very old. I'm not going to write a little thing with all our names. I'm going to go Camp Sharim style on him. Oh, yeah. So the night before I took out my markers, break in case of emergency, all head counselors have to have it, 365 days a year. <laughs> Broke it, took out the markers, and I wrote up an entire thing, my older brother's name and everyone's name and everything in Hebrew, different colors, smiley faces, the whole nine yards. I even did a scratch and sniff just in case he needs to know. I don't know. And then I come to Reb Kanievsky, and it's my turn. And he's waiting. Yeah! <laughs> I whip it out. <laughs> Just whip out the biggest banner he's ever seen. And from, I put it onto his stender. And he just starts to go through it. He's reading it and reading it and reading it. And I start to tell his shamush over there, his, his, his helper, you know, yeah, you know, it's been three years. We didn't have kids. And, and the helper is saying, because he can't hear so well, we didn't have kids. Chaim Kanievsky reads my entire chapter of a book, closes it. And he says, and I just see my brother Avi. Those of you who have ever met him, he's quite a scary fellow. So I said to the Shamosh, I said to him, Yesh is a Kabbalah Shani Acholasot. Is there any Kabbalah? Anything I can accept of myself to do? So he said to Reb Chaim, Is there anything that he can do? Reb Chaim said, Kabore! Kabore! And he started laughing. And laughing and laughing. <laughs> now, when the Gadol door starts laughing, what do you do? You laugh along with him. 
<laughs> I'm also laughing. We're all. And so his, his shamosh was like, <laughs> everybody's, yeah. <laughs> and they left us right out of the room. And that was it. And so I came out. I whip out my cell phone. I called my brother Avi. And he's like, no, Ari, what happened? I said, Av, it's amazing. Like, what? Chaim Kanievsky said, we got to die. Wow. Avi's like, oh, wow, really? Ah. And all this time making little voodoo dolls. What was I thinking? It's like, Ari, what would you think? I said, Av, Ari, Kanievsky said, Kila. He started laughing and laughing and laughing. There's something he knows that we don't. My mother went to Rabbi Yaakov Hillel a few months after that. She kicked open the door. You have to know Mrs. Ben Shushan. She's a good man. She, uh, she, I, I, by the way, I asked permission, and I'm allowed to say that. And she said to Rabbi Yaakov Hillel, my children, they haven't had kids in a bunch of years. Rabbi Yaakov Hillel said, should be a bracha. Yeah, should be, talk, I give a whole bracha. And my mother said, no, you don't understand. It's been so long, they have to catch up. I want twins. Rabbi Yaakov Hillel said, Mrs. Menchujan, <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> what do you want from me? She's like, I want twins. He said, no, Hashem should listen to your tefillot, your tefillot, you daven for a tefillot. Rabotai. My older brother Avi, twin boys. Three months later, my wife and I, twin boys. My younger brother Yossi, a girl, within a few weeks, my younger sister, Alana, a boy. Talk to him! He wants to give you infinite good! Make him echad in your life. There's nothing else. I don't have to explain this to you any clearer. Medically, it shouldn't be that I can, I'd be able to have children. But that doesn't make a difference. Because he's in charge. Don't you see? As long as you talk to him. And this is the ingredient that everybody misses. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.